The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Stay connected this winter with this unbeatable deal from BreezeLine. Get reliable, fiber-powered internet for just $19.99 per month with all-in pricing for two years. But that's not all. Your first month is on us. This deal gets better with a free modem and installation along with free Wi-Fi your way whole home coverage. Safeguard your network from cyber threats and keep all your devices connected and secured with this amazing offer. Act now. Terms and conditions apply. Offer expires March 3rd, 2024. Learn more at BreezeLine.com. What's poppin' congregation? It's your girl, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess, here with another installment of the podcast all about robbery, fraud, and those who practice it. Yes! And if you listen to this podcast, well, yes, you know, I'm very, uh-huh, uh-huh, get excited, elated, thrilled, really, because this is another one of my scams where I have befriended someone on the internet <laughs> and then somehow got them in my presence. And the next step is I need to get into their home, okay? And I've done this. I did this with Otsko. Um, like, I, I will get, I will come to your home from the internet, so you better be ready. And I know you got multiple homes. I'll be it's reading all, about them on Twitter. Good. Okay, we have a, today we have a very special guest on the show. He's a writer, director from the Bay Area. Okay, ooh. He's written for many TV shows, including including All Rise, 68 Whiskey, and more. He has a book titled Roadside with Chicago Review Press out at the end of the year. Congregation, please welcome Dylan Park Pettiford to the show. Hey. Hi, Dylan. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being had. It's, 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 been, a, it's been a long time coming. I think I feel like it we've has. been talking about this for a couple years now. Uh, yeah, I think the better part of... Better for, oh my God, I cannot talk. <laughs> the better part of a couple years, yes. And yeah, yeah. so we finally did it. Our schedule's finally aligned. We're doing it. The stars, the mess. Um, yeah, because like I, I was so intrigued. Like you have such a great Twitter persona. If y'all don't listen, we don't know how long Twitter gonna be alive. Yes. It's very the ship is very much sinking. It's, the water is rising. It's on the way out. I think yes. we're on threads now, right? I, I haven't no? gone over there yet because no, yet. they said that if you get a threads that um is connected to your Instagram, so the only way oh, to get rid right, of the right, threads right, right. is to right, delete right. your Instagram. And I was like, Ooh. Hey, they scamming over there. Right. They you said, you're going to be here forever. <laughs> they said, once you sign up, it's over for you. I was like, okay, that's a lot. I don't know if I want to be there forever. That's true. That's true. Sometimes I like to get rid of things. But I will say, like, if you do have a Twitter still, and we will not be calling it X, okay? This, yeah, this is a black that. show. Okay? Yeah, we don't do that. We call you what your mama named you. <laughs> Twitter. And um, but if you have one, follow him on Twitter because it is quite entertaining, always. <laughs> Truly. Um appreciate that. You got a mouth on you. you, be, you <laughs> I, did, be, I I be getting in so much trouble. Tell you be getting in trouble. I, I have fumbled the bag several times. Oh no, not the bag. <laughs> but I've also gotten the bag on Twitter That's several times. Very so you know, true. It, it evens out. It evens out. 
Yeah, because I was about to say, there was a solid maybe like three or four months where like every other day you were going viral for something. <laughs> and I was like, Dylan, I know you're tired. I know those thumbs are weak. And it wasn't always a good, it, was always, it wasn't always a good viral either. Uh, I mean, to me, a viral is always, true. you know, fun. And except for these ones that have been happening lately. I'm not going to talk about that because that lady fan base is uh, evil. <laughs> <laughs> but we always ask on this podcast, what's your relationship to scams? Do you love them? Do you hate them? Have you ever been scammed? I mean, y'all are in for a gag with this episode. You know, but we're going to get to that in a second. <laughs> uh, historically speaking, I come from a family of scammers. Maybe not scammers, but hustlers for sure. There's definitely been some scamming in there. You know, like some folks are, are named like Smith because their ancestors were, were were blacksmiths or some, some folks are named Johnson because they were the ancestors of John's son or whatever. My last name is Petty Ford because my family has been petty for the better part of several <laughs> centuries. You know what I mean? We've been we've been stealing the petty cash. Uh, yeah, my 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 pops was like the the biggest hustler I've ever known. Um, he basically hustled his way out of poverty. It was it was pretty crazy. So when I was a kid, you know, we were, we were poor as hell. Um, and you know, my my dad was working as like a janitor at like some some tech company. You know, I grew up in the Bay, Silicon Valley. And uh, he couldn't afford to go to, like, he he had to drop out of Berkeley or whatever. He was a smart dude, but just couldn't afford school. But his best friend was this was this white boy who was going to law school, uh, this white boy named Chip. And my dad was telling Chip about, like, how racist, like, you know, how racist it was at work and, like, how folks were treating him. And, and Chip was like, bro, you can sue these people. Like, you don't got to take that. Come on, Chip. I'm yeah, yeah. <laughs> He said, so, let's take a chip in the coin. Yeah, so I believe the word is litigious. My my, yes. my pops got litigious. He's, he started suing everything that moved, like everything. Like folks would look at him the wrong way. Oh, I'm going to sue your ass. Like just sued his way out of poverty. It was, it was uh, pretty impressive. I love so, this. So yeah. wait, did he work with Chip? Was Chip like, Chip's a whore? I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Chip, Ch- I mean, Chip, Chip was in on the scam. Like Chip was like, you just tell me when you got a problem. And we're gonna sue him. You know what I, know, I mean? Like right. Chip said, "Let's get these cookies." So uh, yeah, so that you know that was, but 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 again, you know, I'm I'm from a family of of, of scammers and hustlers, and I don't know if that's a scam. Though. Okay, maybe that's it's not after, a scam. Maybe yeah. after the first right. lawsuit, well, right, the first right, lawsuit right. sounds legitimate. Yeah, I mean, I guess it technically is not a scam, yeah. but it was just kind of using the system against itself, right? Right. Which um, I love that. I'm all for that. Yeah, you gotta, you know, you gotta do that. Um, let me let me think. Let me think. Like you know, my my cousin, little Virgil, he was a. Uh, he was a writer for like. Do we need like, to bleep? No, <laughs> uh, no, nah, nah, you don't got to. Little bleep, bleep. No, 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 no. But like, he was like a writer for like Master P and stuff like that. Mm. And um, <laughs> I remember at my brother's funeral, little Virgil was was uh, he sang a, like an original song at the end of my brother's funeral, wow. and it was trying to he was trying to sell CDs out of the back of his car. He's like, hey, he's like, he's like, never been opportunity. Yeah, I was like, come on, bro, not at the funeral, man, not at the funeral. Now that he said, if that really moved y'all. <laughs> Exactly. See me at the repass. I'm gonna be next to the yams. On everything, I was just looking at. I'm like, come on, man, don't do that. Not at the funeral, but but again, you know, the, the folks in the in the Pettiford family are never skipping out on an opportunity to make a little coin. So I guess technically that's not scamming, but I mean, yeah, you know, is, so there's some gray areas. Creating opportunities, right, We're serial right. entrepreneurs, right, right. Those right. are my favorite types of scammers. Now I do have to ask, Lil Virgil, was the song good? You know, that boy can sing, actually. You know, he just he's just a little on the old side now. He don't be, you know, he don't, doesn't have that look anymore. So it's like, you know, it's like if like, no no disrespect, but like if like Bernie Mac walked in and, and was like, you know. Bernie me, Mac was, <laughs> people 
are remembering Bernie <laughs> Mac not fine, and I don't like that. Ken Williams I, really know, brought it back and, and was saying Bernie My Mac bad. was was sexy. I didn't when I looked at him again because I had seen him in a minute. And I love Bernie Mac. I was like, you know what? He was kind of looking. He had a pretty smile. He was tall. Was like, know, Wait a minute. I guess what I was trying to say is Chicago he, two step sexy. You know, he's just on the other side of you oh, know, okay, he's on, yeah. you know the downward the downward like slope. Like he can't put the body oil and you know, give us a the, D'Angelo. No, yeah, nobody's trying to. You know, he's like, um, what well, was it? Is it Maxwell? No, not Maxwell. Who's, yeah. the, who's the other homie that's like... Is it uh, Maxwell? Genuine? Genuine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Everybody loves Genuine, but... Man, no, when I have to see Genuine, I'm not like, ooh, I want, I want that. <laughs> you know what? Genuine, you do not deserve them straight. Okay? I'm sorry, you, you got good my knees. Bad. You and Maxwell got great knees, <laughs> and I'm proud of y'all. I think they're going on a tour. The TGT people got back together. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, hell, shit. I'm well, yes. Scams! I love fashion, okay? But we all know buying the latest and the greatest constantly is a little bit of a scam to the planet, which is why I love Newly. It's a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Sometimes you put something on the gram and you be like, oh, well, it's dead now. Well, with Newly, you can keep having fresh fits and you're helping the planet. Try out trending styles, colors, silhouettes, and then you can send it back for something new. Okay, come on, Newly. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month, access to thousands of styles for more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. I know that's right. It's fast, free shipping and returns with professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus, the option to buy whatever you love, which I love that because sometimes I put on a piece and I'm like, it's mine's now. So you can buy it from Newly. I love using Newly because the free shipping, it's really quick, and the pieces are really nice quality. Also, I love that the orders, like when I got mine, it was shipped in a recyclable, reusable tote. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code GODDESS20. Just go to N U L L Y. Com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code goddess20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code goddess20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Ooh, do you feel that in the air? Yes, that is summertime. It's in the breeze. It's in the trees. And y'all know when the sky comes out, (laughs) the thighs come out. And as the weather gets hotter, it's time to say bye to jackets and sweaters and hey to shorts and tees. If you've been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, Quince is for you. Y'all know I love Quince. If you want to be looking chic year after year with classic pieces that you can dress up, dress down, wear around town, you got to get into Quince. They have premium European linen dresses. I have one in green and oh, when I wear it, it is a show stopper. Blouses, shorts from $30, y'all. Washable silk tops, which I told y'all I love those. I actually went back and got it in navy. I got it in the white like cream and I just know when I wear it, I'm going to feel like Diane Keaton on the beach thinking about my life like white cream. Are you kidding me? It's giving rich. Okay. Quince is that girl. Y'all know you see me in their pieces all the time. Get into it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash goddess for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash goddess to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash goddess. Cut!
Well, let's get into our first segment here, Dylan. Let's do it. What's hot and fried? This is where we warn our listeners about popping scans Mm -hmm. and the zeitgeist. More often than not, we get a letter from you all. As always, snitch on your friends, family, enemies, and your cousins. (laughs) <laughs> Shout out to Lil Virgil. My bad. My bad, Scamgoddess.com. Or scamgoddess.com. Jesus Christ. At scamgoddesspod at gmail.com. There we go. I know my email address. And again, that address is for scam. Stop emailing me other stuff in there. It's getting weird. <laughs> what kind of emails are you getting in there? I get all types of emails. No. Like sometimes what's, the weird, what's the weirdest one you got? Oh, the weirdest Am one. Am I allowed to I've ask got. that question? Yeah, you are, but I'm trying to think of like what it would be. I, I remember there was like an offer where somebody wanted to like pay me to come to their house. I would say that oh. was pretty weird. Yeah. How much was it though? Was it enough? Not enough. Not enough. No. Not enough. No. Yeah. And it also that just felt like a scam to me. <laughs> That's true. You know That's I mean? true. Like I show up at a venue, but your personal home, you wild. That bro. is weird. That but is I appreciate weird. the audacity, like to be like, you know what, let me just email her real quick, see if she could come to my house. <laughs> It was a homie. It was a. It was a dude. No, I don't know. I, oh, um, I don't remember the gender of the person. I just okay. remember being like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, that is pretty. That is pretty questionable. Yes. Well, yes, but you know what? It could have been a good time. Who knows? I might have missed out on. You y'all know have. I don't eat house food, so <laughs> who knows? But I could have missed out on a good time. Who knows? It's true. So we need a fake name from this person for this person, Dylan. It could be anything gender. We don't care about that. Uh. Josh Blackwell. Josh Blackwell. Okay. So Josh Blackwell says, love the show, but I'll give you the flowers towards the end and get right to it. Okay, Josh, you be listening to the podcast. You know what's up. Um, also, shout out to Dylan's wife, Ms. Um, <laughs> Pedford. Because <laughs> we, we talked about before she's the podcast a, she's a big started. Fan. And I love that she's excited that you're here because I am too. So I love that. Hey, Miss <laughs> Mama. Hey, what's up, girl? Um, I hope you're having a good commute, girl. Yes, okay. Get hit all them green lights. <laughs> Amen. So, um, they, uh, Jack Blackwell is that what we said? Blackwell. Yeah, that sounds good. Jack Blackwell. I like Jack that. Bla- what was it? I said I, th- I said Josh Blackwell, but Josh, Josh Blackwell. Blackwell. Josh, okay. Jack Blackwell sounds better though. Jack Blackwell. I know. I think I blacked it up more. Josh, <laughs> Josh Blackwell says so. I've been applying for a second job recently because these student loans are stressing me out. The scam of the century. I know that's right. I've been looking at remote only positions and. Let me tell you, the scams abound. So I have to say, like, this is a really good one that they got, uh, especially millennials with after, like, we decided the pandemic was over, even though it's not. Um, And the numbers are rising again. Y'all, please wear a mask when you're traveling. Like, if you feel sick, stay home. Come on now. Um, But um, so... Remote jobs, like once we realized how much could be from home, right. people were like, oh, wait a minute, especially millennials. We was like, now, wait a goddamn minute. Yeah, why do I got to go to work? Because now I don't, I don't got the like commute. I only got to yeah. look business professional from the waist up. Exactly. Okay. Roll out of bed, throw on a blazer, and click on the Zoom. Right, right. You know, <laughs> I can be on mute doing hella other shit. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Like, we, I saw some, uh, I remember there's so many viral videos of people taking mm-hmm. videos of themselves on Zoom mm-hmm. at work, which I was like, y'all, social media, y'all talk, y'all snitching on yourselves. <laughs> you don't need to. That's what you have group chats for. Why are you putting it on the internet and now your employer go see it when you go viral? Like, be serious. Man, I've, I've done that so many times. <laughs> you, you know, I was, you know, short, short story. I was working. <laughs> I was in uh, law school for a second. I was working for the DA's office. And uh, there, was a, there was a case where, you know, one of the people on the stand had Tourette's. And I was in the courtroom and this man was on on uh, on the stand just saying all sorts of wild stuff. And I was in the back crying, laughing. Oh and I was I was live tweeting it. Dylan! 
in. This dude, this dude was on the stand talking about nipples and and butts and you know. What was the trial about? Oh man, I, I can't even remember. It was like kind of something serious, though. It was like um, I think it was like a, like assault with a deadly weapon or something oh, crazy. Shit. Yeah, and this you know this man was just on the on the set saying all sorts of wild stuff, and and I was crying laughing, and I was live tweeting it because I was just like <laughs> nobody's gonna believe this. And like a day later, I get called into the DA's office and he's like, what is this? And I was like, oh, man, I just I could not tweet this. Like the, the man's talking about his nipples are itching and stuff. You know what I mean? And like the, the attorneys are like crying, laughing. I'm crying, laughing. Like, come on, bro. And he, I got written up. But I mean, I, I get it. I get it. You know, I, mean, I, I don't worth it a little <laughs> bit. Worth it. I told him myself, but it was worth it. That's so funny, too. I bet you, like, Gen X and, and the boomers are so sick of working with millennials oh, where they're man. like, every other day, I feel like HR is like, now, who who on TikTok <laughs> again? God damn. All right. Bring them in. Like, because right, right, right. it's just us. Gen X is not, I guess, like, they might be on Facebook saying something, but that mm. rarely goes super viral. And if it's going super viral, it's because somebody has snatched it off of Facebook and put it on Twitter and then put it on That's TikTok. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. But for us, I know they are sick of our shit. I'm sure there are so many new policies that they have, like where they sit everybody down and they're like, hey, y'all. And so welcome to your onboarding training. We want to first start with, <laughs> please do not live tweet. Uh, go on live on any platform. Take videos and post any platforms of our work meetings. Um, you are not allowed to Snapchat from the bathroom. Like, it's just like, they're like. <laughs> Matt, when, when HR finds your Twitter, like HR found my Twitter account, and this was actually a different job, too. They found my Twitter account. They sat me down and they went through all the tweets. They were talking about like, oh, Dylan, you're on here talking about hoes and all sorts of crazy Not stuff. Not you had Judgment Day early. Yeah, man, it was it was wild. <laughs> I was like, but the thing is, is like, God, I, I, that. I can't I can't put my stuff on private. I need the world to see. I you know what I mean? It's, a, it's an ego thing. It's an ego thing. And, you know, sometimes you live by the sword, you die by the sword. Right. I mean, listen, I'm with you on that for sure. I mean, I did see a video that went viral recently of a woman who was taking video of herself getting fired. Did you see that one? No. She took a video of her getting fired and basically caught the company saying that the only reason that she was getting fired is because they were going they were doing last in, first out. So, which basically is a policy that if you're the yeah. last to be hired, you're the first to be fired. Right. And she was like, when they were firing her, she was like, well, my productivity has been the strongest on my team, you know, since I've been here for the past three mm -hmm. months. And like pointing out, you know, how much, you know, she had done for the company versus yeah. like, you know, maybe her like contemporaries or whatever. And then eventually like HR just like, they were spinning a block of bullshit answer. And then finally they just said like, okay, girl, so this is the policy. And she was like, bitch, but she was video taping all of it and put it on TikTok and it went oh, viral. How'd like, that go? Did she get litigious? I mean... Can you, can you sue? I don't know who sues in that situation, but I do know that, like, if you want future employments, I don't think That's you want to go true. viral taking videos of your employers, former, former or current. What was the job? I don't know. I truly don't know. Something where she was productive. <laughs> <laughs> Something where Apparently she was maximized. not productive for, enough, though. Uh, right. Okay. Somewhere where she was, like, the... The margins were up. I don't know, you know, whatever corporate lingo we want to use. But um, yeah, so oh wait, so back to Josh Blackwell. No, 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 listen, we love a tangent. Please <laughs> lean in, okay? They live for it, okay? Some of them don't, but they've learned. They've learned to live with it. Um, but most of them love it. That's what we do here. Uh yeah, no, it's been four years. Y'all know what this is now. Um, so Jack or Josh says, I keep want to call him Jack. Josh says, so I've been applying for a second job, you know, because of student loans and things like that. Um, uh, like I said earlier, and the remote scam, you know, I've been looking for remote. Right. And I get that because we're all looking for a remote. Like the one, the people older than us, like they were all, they were itching to get back to the office. It was weird. They were like, we want water cooler talk. We want co human connection. No. We like, y'all need to get some fucking friends, bitch. <laughs> 
Carol from HR, we are not homies. Seriously. I don't want to talk about what y'all watched on TV, especially if you're a person of color or a black person. I do separate the two. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. Work is oftentimes the place where we get the most racism and the most like microaggressions. And and I don't even like calling a micro anymore because if you're like constantly being derogatory to my humanity, that takes a toll on your soul and your spirit. That's not micro to me. But that's what happens every day in person at work with, you know, the chips and the chads. Like, they love to come over and other you Mm -hmm. real quick Mm -hmm. or or touch your hair or or say something like, oh, well, you must know a lot about that, Lacey. Your family's from the hood, right? Like, you know, just all kinds of weird shit. Who do I gotta fight, Lacey? Are you under distress right now? Listen. Who's who's mistreating you right now? Who I gotta fight? Who hasn't, okay? I'll fight them. Who hasn't? But that, you know, all that stuff really did and does happen absolutely. to me. Like, a, a white man let it come up and joke in my face talking about, yeah, well, you know, because you're from the hood. I'm like, what made what? you think that? What made no. you think It ain't nothing wrong with being from the hood, but you just assume because I was black, I must be poor. But sometimes I let people believe that. <laughs> That's my scam. I'm like, yeah, you know, when we was dancing in the rain to get uh, Little Saint, um, the community center... <laughs> Do not look up the plot if you not got served. Dan- <laughs> not dancing in the rain. <laughs> when I went to that HBCU and then my, my brother, he was real good at spinning on his head, but then he had died, but then we had to stomp the yard. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's my life. Oh when my Ricky God. got shot, he was finna have a high school scholarship <laughs> for football, but then the family was in disrepair yeah. after that. We was oh, like, no. Ricky! <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you gotta leave. That man. still makes me cry. Not not Ricky, man. It they makes me laugh now because too many people have done it. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh gosh! But you know what? Go Morris Chestnuts. Too fine. Too fine. Um. So back to this. See, now I went on a tangent. So you know, trying to work from home. I get it. We all get it. So um, Josh says. I received an email today. First off, the guy had bl- had me blind copied in this email. And then he talks about this position in the vaguest way possible. He lists the position as being remote data entry slash customer services. Hmm. Now, that could be anything from like billing and coding to like OnlyFans because That's I'm very doing the data remote <laughs> and I'm doing customer service on OnlyFans. Doing the same I mean, thing. Technically, you know? titties are data. You, you know, know, you got to upload them. Exactly. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's and you got to do customer service. You know, you got to interact it's with the customer's content. You know what I mean? <laughs> to like billing and coding. You know, you're uploading people's insurance and, you know, maybe you have to talk to some customers. It could be anything. Um, so, Also, Josh was saying these are two very different things, which, yes, they are. He then tells me I'm kindly required, in quotes, and Josh says, huh, to download Microsoft Teams and gives me a whole step-by-step on how to add some other guy and gives me a link to talk to him so I can interview. Now, whenever I start to see weird language in professional emails, like kindly, kindly yes, required. kindly is the one. Because what does that mean? That's an Nigerian scam right there. Am when I, folks are talking kind, no. Am um, I required or no? <laughs> and what's the difference between kindly required and like what, meanly required? Right, right, right. Angrily required? Kind, kindly, that is probably like the key word. Someone says kindly, it's a scam. Yeah. It's a, it's a scam. I want to add kindly to my, kindly required to my lexicon. Because <laughs> I have that. And then there was a scammer email that I got that was um like, 
yours digitally. <laughs> yours digitally. Yes. That's a good digitally one. Digitally yours. That's what it was. It was digitally yours. And I was like, I like oh, I'm that. keeping that. Oh, That's yeah, I like that. That's Kindly a good one. Kindly required and digitally yours. Those are the new scam bops. I love it. Also, I hate Microsoft Teams. Unless they sponsor the podcast, then I love Microsoft Teams. It's my favorite. <laughs> but anytime I see I got to like in nah. my calendar and it says Microsoft Teams, because I'm like, you know what it is? It's because every time you get on there, they got a new update. Exactly. I ain't never seen somebody with a new. I like, I like to get in there at the remix. last second. You know, when you sign on, they got you downloading the update. It takes forty five mm-hmm. minutes, and you're late to the meeting. You look like, see, I don't like all that. Every single every time. single time. And every time. I'm like, how many updates do you need? I swear, I opened this last week, and they're like, we got some new shit for you on Microsoft Teams. You know what? Maybe <laughs> they're constantly innovating, and I'm wrong. That's true. Okay, but so. They said, download Microsoft Teams and then add some other guy to do an interview. And Josh says, why the hell are you talking to me if I got to go to a friend, David, and ask him to tell me about it? So who are you, David? Also, you're blind copying me, which is telling me that you're sending this email to multiple people. Also true. Yeah, also cause, true. Because how you going to reach out to me for a job opportunity is BCC. How many opportunities are you handing out? Yikes. That's too many tunities. It's supposed to be yeah, one for me. That's too many tunities. It's <laughs> okay. too many tunities. It's supposed to be for me. Right. Just me. So, you know, already Josh is like, red flag, red flag, red flag. We're at the Grand Prix, mm-hmm. right? So, um, and this is another question Josh asks. Josh says, and why do I need to a link to add this guy on Teams? That's not how Teams works. Right. He got the old version because that's not how Teams works. So when I first saw this email, I was glancing at it on my phone and I fell for it at first. Thankfully, I saw the red flags for what they were and I looked at it a second time. When I looked up this Trevor Dinsbeer guy... Oh, well, that's a new name. Trevor I, what? Tre- Trevor Densbeer. So David was the one who sent the BCC email. And then David was like, now you got to pull up on my homie Trevor Densbeer. And Trevor is the one who going to do the, the Microsoft Teams meeting. So Josh said, I found other people talking about this being a scam. It does seem like people are changing the names of people and the name of the company a bit. So to any other congregation members, job search and stay safe. I attached a screenshot for of the email for you. Okay, maybe Trevor Densbeer is the company. No, it's a guy. Trevor Densbeer is a guy. It says Trevor Densbeer guy. Um, Oh, and there's some nice stuff here. Thank you so much, Josh. Love you so much. And I do want to read this email real quick, and then we have to get into the tea. But I just want to see the screenshot to see, like, if there's any other weird thing. So I pulled up the email. This So the email's name is Trevor Dinsbeer. Okay, and I won't say the rest because we're not going to put you out there. Um, the, the company is called Compass Group, but apparently the name changes constantly, so maybe look out for that. So it says, Dear Applicant, I am Trevor Densbeer, <laughs> contacting you regarding your interest in remote data entry slash customer service position. The pay is $35.75 an hour. We are impressed by your background. See, I would have already been on alert when they said the pay is $35.75 an hour. That's a, it's a weird number. Yeah. And also, like... Typically, when you're, like, interviewing companies are they, actually shadier than that. Right, like, they right. won't tell you how much you're exactly. going to get paid. They'd be like, how much do you want to be paid? How much do you think you're worth? Yeah, they, they hit you with a big old switcheroo. Mm-hmm. You know, they make you they make you take that, uh, that low number. Right. How much do you think this job should cost? Because <laughs> they always know they can lowball that way because you want the job, so you want to be within the data range. But at the same time, like, that's how they get you. You see this thing about... Um, about cover letters, it's it's kind of going viral right now. Like like some, 
Was it that one HR lady who was talking about cover letters? Yeah, yes. and like everybody came came at her. It was pretty funny. And then, and one one homeboy called it. Uh, he's like, "Lady, look, I'm not gonna write you a whole fan fiction about why I want to work at your job. Just give me the job or not." And I was like, "Damn, that's right. actually a good way to put it. Fan fiction is because like I didn't know about your job, you know, 45 seconds ago. Like this is a why am I gonna write a whole ass essay about?" Well, I want to work here. Just give me the job, lady. And there's a, a, t- a famous TikToker. Uh, she does, I think it's called Corporate Erin, um, where she talks like she's in corporate and yeah. she holds a cup oh, and God. she does all these mannerisms. And we're circling back. And, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. but this woman on the video sounded exactly like Corporate Erin. And people were like, oh, my goodness, like, this is a real person. She's and the it's woman crazy. on TikTok is literally spot on, like, Everything, the accent, the clearing the throat constantly. It was amazing. It was a tour de force. But yeah, I'm not writing fanfic to get your job. And she was also being so specific. She was like, well, if I don't see your special skills right at the top underneath this ledger, then, you know, I'm not going to keep looking at it. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, look, lady, I'm I'm filling out 100 applications. I don't got time for this. And one thing I always thought you know, that was just unique to like being on the more entertainment side of, of, you Mm. know, profession is that we are constantly having to like perform to get a job. It's like, oh, a sample or, you know, let me take myself doing, let me memorize tons of lines and and put up lighting in my house and get a friend to videotape me or go to the studio and pay for an audition, you know, just to submit it. And then you, and then if they're like, oh, we like you, let, you got to go to more auditions and then you got to go to more auditions then maybe we'll call you. And that's just what we do. Like that's- And it costs a lot of money. does. It's time and money. It's 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 crazy the hoops they have folks yeah, jumping it's through. It's time on your soul. Like literally, I got to the point where my my ritual is that I'll do an audition, I'll throw away the sides. Now it's starting to cost me paper, so now I'm kind of putting them in a the corner just in case <laughs> right, I get right. a call back. But I put them away because I'm like, guess that's over. That was just a fun little exercise. I don't hope for the job. I don't talk about it. You know, I'm like, if somebody call yeah. me, cool. If they don't, whatever. You still acting? Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. You... Yes, I do all the things. I'm up. A... I'm going to get you on what the show. What do you mean you I'm still a, acting, I'm a, bro? My bad, my bad. What, damn, that's the last <laughs> thing you want to hear after a damn strike is you still acting, bro. I had two shows. I was on two different. I was on Lopez versus Lopez. Okay, bad, I was on bad. iCarly. I'm sorry. I was on Little Demon. Now I'm about to recite my whole motherfucking IMDb because I can't believe you played in my face like I, that, Billy Petty Park. But you are playing with me. You I'm still gonna get, acting. I'm going to get you on the show. I'm getting up out of my seat. I'm taking off my headphones. We finna fight. Put your hands She's up. She's choking me. It's <laughs> I've ever choked a guest. <laughs> we had to get violent up here. I'm going to get you, you on the show. Line. I'm going to get you a timeout. Time I can't out. believe this. Now you talking about I'm going to get you a I'm job. Gonna I'm going to get you some employment. I'm going to get you on the show. I can't believe this. Wow. Not me catching all the strays. <laughs> Damn. I'm like, Ricky, Ricky. I just got just, oh my goodness. Well, so, you know what? I'm going to finish this email. You're about to fight me, You know, man. life be please really humbling me. you at every turn. Judith, you never know help. when life is going. You can't save. You see, she's Okay. Okay. I cannot believe this. In my house, in front of my salad? Wow. Oh, my God. Wow. Wow. Y'all see what I be having to deal with, Producers are looking at me crazy. They want to jump me, too. I might not make it out of this building. Listen, we get gag out here. We know where you parked. We know exactly what floor. (laughs) So, Trevor Dinsbury, you know, he gives the salary. That's weird. Um, And then he says, we are impressed by your background and would like to invite you for the job briefing and interview. You need to make contact with a hiring manager through Microsoft Teams. Also, know how jobs really work. Like, if you, what do you mean I need to make contact? You, You should reach yeah. out and send me the link. So it says you are kindly required to download the Microsoft Teams from the Google Play Store slash Apple Play Store. Once done, not you're telling me to go to Google or right. Apple Play. 
Workplace are also weird. weird. Um, once done, create a profile for yourself and add the HR manager, David Landon. So Timothy actually was the one who reached out, and then David was the one who you got to add. But they're saying that this might just be the same person. He just adds different names as, like, Sassoon. Right. Um, so, you know, then there's all the links and all this stuff. And then send him a message regarding the interview process. Your interview code is, and then there's compass and a number. So, yeah. And then it says the hiring manager, Mr. David Landon, will let you know more about data entry slash customer service position. Now that we have spelling and typo errors here, there's like a comma. Things are too close together. <laughs> Those are things you should be looking for. And then it says, and about the, pos- the company and the position we have available for you to occupy. Now you just trying to use words you think are corporate. Yeah, now you're just hitting the the thesaurus. The position we have available for you to occupy. Yeah, it's a lot of possible. You could have just said the position. That's that's not the grammar. He said that don't sound professional enough, the position. No, no, no. I'm going to say the position (laughs) we have at corporational Permalest email circle <laughs> back, back occupy warmly quarterly. <laughs> that, that's it. Warmly. That's it. And warmly, warmly and quarterly. And then it says, yeah, um, if you have any questions, feel free to reach, or if you have any questions or require further information, please feel free to reach out to me. Now, you just said you don't got no information. You said I got to go to the other man for information. What you mean? And then it says, have a wonderful day. Best regards. Oh, no, not the regards. <laughs> But the best ones. Yeah. Kindly and regards. Those are the two. That's a Nigerian scammer if I ever knew one. You know what? I got a little Nigerian blood in me. I know it. You can feel it in your spirit. I can feel it, it in my bones. I love that for us. I lo- yeah, I, I sometimes say best wishes or I'll say best. I feel very weird at the end of emails. Now I just say oh, no. thank I you. Just, I just be saying my name. Or like, I just put my name where it's a simple my iPhone. Like, Dylan, peace. <laughs> All right. No regards. Yeah. Nah. You get a, you get a Dylan. This, you That's did it. not find me well. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ask that shit again. Yeah. Um. Y'all, it's it's. We already we talk about the job scans all the time, but this one was a little different because typically it'll be like, oh, work from home. Right, Here's right, an right. e-check. Go deposit it. We're gonna you know to actually steal money from you or Ooh. go buy some gift cards and then you can do this remote secret shopper thing. But you got to take a picture of the bag and send right. that to us. <laughs> right, right. You know, for the for the for the technicalities and, and the occupations. So, so did, 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 did homie Josh get, get scammed? No, Josh didn't. Okay, Josh okay, didn't do good, it. Good, Josh good, said good. they realized the red flags and they were like, oh, this good, is too good to be true. Good. But at the same time, I get it. When you're on the job hunt, you're vulnerable. Yeah, you have a need. And people are exploiting that need, especially in the job market right now. Stressful. Yeah, so y'all just stay on your 10 toes, okay? If the email's got misspellings, if they're asking you to go mm-hmm. to Google Play Store, like, I ain't never had a job ask me to go to a Google Play Store. That's, That's wild. So, um, <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I right? don't think you're supposed to be over there. I don't think that was right. Robbery! Do you have an unemployed roommate at home? You know who I'm talking about. Children. Yes, Whitney said they are our future. And don't you want to invest in theirs? I know you want to set your children up for success. Maybe you want to save a little coin on private tutoring because we know that inflation is high and these wages are not getting higher. Okay, which is why I love IXL Learning. IXL Learning, it's an online program for kids covering math, language arts, science and social studies. IXL is designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way. No more grading those worksheets. I Excel grades everything itself. No more trying to scam your kids as you try to figure out their math equations and their homework. 
And you know you haven't seen a trapezoid in about 20 years, right? So let IXL help you out. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning and get IXL now. And Scam Goddess listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com goddess. Visit IXL.com goddess to get the most effective learning program out there for the best price. Ready for an amazing deal? BreezeLine's fiber-powered internet starting at $19.99 per month offers the reliability you deserve and security you can trust. Whether you're streaming, gaming, or working from home, we've got all your needs covered with speeds up to 1 gig and our two-year price lock guarantee. This deal gets even better with two free months of internet, free equipment, and free Wi-Fi your way to protect against cyber threats. Act now. Terms and conditions apply. Offer expires July 8, 2024. Learn more at BreezeLine.com. Um, but that brings us to my favorite segment of the show, which is historic hoodwinks. Oh, boy. Yes. And this is a very special episode because this historic hoodwink is actually something that happened to Dylan. It did. It, it went did. super viral on the internet. Mm-hmm. And then every now and then it comes back viral again yeah. Yeah. Um, just because of how wild it was. And I'm going to preface this by saying that uh, Seth Rogen wanted me to tell the story on his podcast. So, <gasps> you know, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just Sorry, saying. Sorry, Seth. Yeah, my bad, Seth. <laughs> my bad. But we're going to make the show, see, though. Re, see, response to my booking inquiry, Seth, and you wouldn't have these types of okay? <laughs> Oh, no. Seth not hiring you? Oh, I got to have a word with Why Seth. Why are you saying Seth is not hiring me? <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Why is this man trying to make me broke? I have seven jobs, Dylan. I can't believe I'm you're going to come on a black woman podcast. <laughs> I have seven jobs. I have a book coming out, Scam Goddess. Yes, I got a TV do. show. You know what? I ain't even supposed to talk about that. I don't even give a fuck no more. Cause now they're gonna piss me off. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to How is this with the I have seven damn My jobs. Bad. He talking about Seth Man. not hiring you. No, bro. I was trying to get Seth You're to like, come I'm not on the s- podcast. I'm not hiring Seth. That's what I exactly. <laughs> My, See my blunder. I am. I messing just up. can't believe you know what? this. Cut this out. No, this no, out. we leaving it all. No, in. cut it out. We leaving it all Damn. in. All of it. I done messed up. All of it. I know. I said you could cut anything you wanted, but not that. <laughs> I done messed up. And you messed up twice. See, this is what Dylan thinks about me. He thinks I'm broke and unemployed. Hey, I, I got, got no only, jobs. It's only two strikes. It's only two <laughs> he strikes. Came in here, he was like, "Who let you in here?" <laughs> like, yeah, I scammed this whole thing. Nobody even knows I'm here. <laughs> Serious, don't even know I'm up in here. Mm. Actually, would be a funny scam, but but anyways, back to you, Dylan. Man, crazy. You know, uh, should I just get into it or? Oh, well, yeah, I'm gonna preface it okay, up top okay. here for <laughs> since this is something that some of you may not have heard. Um, but um, Dylan, who uh, our guest, a writer and former military member, which is important, worked in an American military comedy drama called Sixty Eight Whiskey alongside another former military writer. Mm-hmm. However, this former ex marine captain turned out not to quite be entirely who she claimed to be and i feel like we need a fake name for this person so that we can just call we'll them call that. her uh okay how about mary mary the marine mary the marine and then later we'll call mary mary mc the marine captain okay, so okay, mary okay. the marine okay so that's so mary the marine didn't turn out quite so um we have, like, a full breakdown of, like, what you shared oh. on the internet and stuff like that. So I want to ask you questions about everything. So, like, the day that it started, 
Um, you were sent a script for a show staffing veterans who mm-hmm. also had a comedy background, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that is that how you uh, kind of got into? Yeah, so whiskey? I was. Uh, yeah, I was sent a script, a, a military show, and it kind of fit the bill. It was like this dark comedy, and uh, the the creators, uh, Roberto Benabib, he was uh, one of the lead writers on that show, Weeds, which was a was was a classic, mm-hmm. um, and Dave Holstein, another great guy. Uh, they were the creators. <clears throat> They invited me in for an interview and they said, you know, we're we're interviewing all these veteran veteran writers, but nobody really has that like sense of humor we're looking for. And I was like, well, it's a good thing you found me because that's really, you know, this is what I'd be doing. Yeah, he got jokes, um, clearly. So, yeah, so I... <laughs> he didn't have jokes uh, all damn day. Oh, so, <laughs> all the jokes. So, uh, you know, so I razzle-dazzled them in the interview. They mm-hmm. hired me and I asked if uh, if there were any other veterans staffed in the room. Mm-hmm. They said, we have one more veteran. Yes. And they... Uh, so they and her resume was impressive, right? Oh, she was, was a uh, Cuban Jewish gay Princeton graduate, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and on top of that, she was a former Marine captain mm-hmm. with four tours, a Bronze Star, and a Purple Heart. And she spoke five languages. Okay, apparently. five of them things. Yeah, so she said she's she yeah. No free time. It, it was uh, it was like English. Hebrew, Russian, Pashto, like it was like just oh French, Spanish. I don't even know how many languages that is, but you know, I, I saw a resume and I was like, "Are you sure you guys need to hire me?" Because like she can this, do it all. This chick is Captain America. Like I was actually like, <laughs> I mean, I was a little intimidated. Like she was my hero before I even met her. I was like, I can't wait to meet this woman on day. So one. you didn't doubt this woman's abilities. You just doubted mine on this podcast, but. <laughs> But, but for her, when you saw it on paper, you know, we've been speaking it face to face. But you was like, wow, time out, time I am out, so I impressed. Was not, I was not doubting anybody's wow. abilities. I was just, wow. I was just saying, you know, see, Bro, see what I had, think he called me ugly. <laughs> what had happened, you know, run it, run, no, run it back. back into run it. the audio we, back. We don't have to get into it. We don't have to get into it, Dylan. But so you're impressed with MC. You're impressed I with I was impressed Marie. with her. I was very impressed. Okay. And so um, Mary, also Marine Captain, yeah, she claimed to be fluent in the six language. Oh, six languages. Six languages. Yeah, so like that, yeah. yeah, so it's crazy. Uh, you named all of them except for uh, Afghanistan. Yeah, yeah, pa- Pashto. Yeah, Af- Af- Afghan. Oh, Pashto. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. like, yeah, Pashto is primarily spoken in Afghanistan and Pakistan right, right. and Iran. Okay, yeah, but so she says she could speak all the languages. She could talk to everybody. Love that for her. Okay, she even offered translation services for the show if anything needed to be translated into Pashto. Right, right. Yeah, it was um, you know. We we walked in and and she was like because uh, we did have some 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 uh, pasta lines in the show and she said uh, you know to save time um, you know just send me the the lines that you need translated I'll do them in my office hours and I'll bring them back like the next day or you know after lunch or whatever mm. the case and we're like oh she thank do you them so in much. Her office hours yeah, yeah, yeah she could just do them right no, there no she was uh, she was she was hitting the Google translations <laughs> and it but. It was. It you was, cannot use Google translations. It, it's not it was, accurate. But the thing, but the thing is, is it, it was actually a perfect scam because none of us spoke Pashto. So how do we know she's scamming us? Not you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like it's like she could have been in there saying all sorts of weird stuff, and we wouldn't have known because nobody spoke the language. So, but it's gonna air on television. But it was perfect though. Like it was such a good. It was just <laughs> in the room. It made sense. It was such a good scam. Wambuzeros. Because immediately when you tell me I'm going to the other room to translate, I'm thinking you going on Google Translate. That, and if well, you put something in Google Translate in a language, you want to see it in English, like, you may not get the mm-hmm. context, but you might get right. close to, like, what right. they mean. Right, but right. if you put something in English in Google Translate and try to get any other language, right. even Spanish, it will not it be right. It crazy. Yes. I mean, but it, you know, again, 
you know, you, you walk into a room and you're just not thinking about things like that. Right. You're not thinking about something, this girl scamming me about a language she speaks, right? It's just a weird right. lie. Because why would you think that she's lying? Exactly. Exactly. I, I'm, I'm the same way. But so the signs. Okay, so almost immediately there were signs that something was off, right? So, I mean, we didn't pick up Google Translate, but office hours, I get it. Like, right, especially right. in a writer's room, like, you don't want to waste that time. Exactly. If you already know what the line is, it's like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, we'll translate it later. Like, right. you know, <laughs> let's get to it. But um, on the first day of work... Your new coworker was 15 minutes late, which is like a little weird, right? Yeah, it was kind of a weird tell, um, you know, because I being being in the military, there's a saying: if you're not 15 minutes early, you're late. Like mm-hmm. even coming here to this, I was about know, to say, oh no, I, were my, you 15 minutes early? Oh, I was like 30. I was like I was like 30 minutes early. I was up. Oh, on, Dylan, don't tell me that. Know, Jesus, I was, I was eating all the snacks and you know drinking okay, I'm all glad the. You got some snacks. You know, I got my ginger ale over here. Was you know chatting it up with some folks. Uh, <laughs> You know, rubbing elbows and meeting fun, networking and whatnot. But um, the yeah. opposite of the military, so I was she, seven minutes late. So she, yeah, so she was, yeah, so she was late, you know, but again, it's the first day of work and we live in LA. So, you know, maybe she misjudged her commute, whatever. Um, mm. But, but I, it did, it did kind of catch my attention. Yeah, because that's not something that, so especially someone this decorated, right. would right, right, just right. be casually late. But then it's also like, were were you guys writing at the lot, or were you like we were at the uh, the Sony the Sony uh, studios? Okay, so I would have gave her a little benefit then because the Sony yeah, studio is gets far, cra- and that lot crazy. is big as hell. Yeah, like Culver City, it gets yeah. yeah, it gets pretty crazy over there. Exactly. Which so. I don't even understand why there's so much traffic in Culver City. Who lives there? I'm trying to I'm trying to buy a house in Culver City, man. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's residential. Right, right, and I, right. What I mean is like, there's not like, yeah. like a ton of yeah. businesses. It's That's like true. residential. Yeah, it's like Sony's the one business out there, the big business. Um, but yeah, but she was she was actually late, you know, every day. And it was, it oh. was, it became a thing. And every then it, day. You know, like every day. It was wild. It was wild. Wow. Wow. So when they began to review the script, Dylan, you immediately had several edits while she didn't have many. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's a first day of work. Roberto says, you know, he looks at, at me and uh, Mary and says, um, so like technically speaking, like militarily speaking, like how is it? Like, is everything good? Like jargon wise. And I said, no. And she immediately said, yes, it was perfect. And so we're like looking at each other and I'm like, oh, like, okay, maybe she's brown nosing. Maybe she's trying to kiss his ass. Like, you don't want to tell the showrunner that his script is messed up on day one. Right. But but also if that's what you're hired to do, exactly. they're going to be looking at you, you know, if they and, air it. And this is really like my second writing job ever, maybe. <clears throat> and I'm telling the showrunner that his script is all wrong. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I've got a bullseye on me already, but. I'm like, actually, the premise of the show doesn't even really make sense if we're going to be honest, right? And he was like, well, what do you mean? And, you know, the show's about combat medics and, you know, some of his characters are, you know, driving in in ambulances. Some of them are flying around in helicopters. Some of them are uh, like nurses in a hospital. I'm like, these are all different jobs. Like none of these characters would be hanging out in in real life. So like, we got to pick one job and stick with that. And so he said, okay, well, which one would be like the coolest? And I said, obviously flight medics, like helicopters and stuff. That's cool as hell. And so uh, Roberto said, let me, let me call uh, Ron Howard, see if we got that budget. Oh Lord. Now we got to call Ron Howard. Oh, we called Ron Howard and he, Ron Howard's like, yeah, let's do it. That sounds fun. You know, let's get some helicopters. was MASH accurate then? Yeah. I mean, MASH was accurate because, uh, you know, they had helicopters coming into like the, 
the mash or the dust off area. And so that, that made sense. And okay. that's kind of what we were trying to do. It was like a modern day mash. Because that's what it felt like. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Trying to do modern day mash, but with like cursing and, and nudity and, and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they call Rod. So now you just, you've given a note right. that has led all the way up to Ron Howard. All the way, like day one, day one. And I'm, I'm just messing. Everybody's looking at me like, who the hell is this kid? Right. And you I'm just messing, got your badge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm messing everything up. <laughs> Um, and you know, they're talking about, so Roberto says like, well, what kind of, what kind of helicopters would we need? And homegirl says, uh, she looks at him dead in the eyes and she says, uh, Huey's. And I'm like, wait, hold on, time out. Okay. Well, at least she knew the name of a helicopter because exactly. I would have said fast ones. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, ones that go, so yeah, so I'm like looking at her like, well, that's not like, because I was confused. So was what like, is a Huey? So a Huey is like can... a Vietnam era helicopter. It's like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like when you're watching like a Vietnam And they movie. stopped making them in 1987. Yeah. They saw, I mean, like technically we still have them, but it's it's more for like air show stuff and like, like you know, like VIP transport. It's kind of just for show now. But okay. like, I haven't seen a Huey in service. I mean. Anybody doing a war center. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like the equivalent of that would be like if we... Like what? Like what? If we were doing like a drag race and I had like a car that was like from Greece, right? Exactly. <laughs> like like if, we, if I was like doing air, a, a Formula Four Fifty One and, and like everyone else is like in race cars and I'm like driving the shit that like Sandy had. <laughs> exactly. It's exactly what. No, seriously, that's exactly what it is. So I'm looking at her like, what is this woman talking about? Mm. I'm like, uh, sir, is this show? Does this is this a Vietnam era show? Did I miss that? And he's like, no. And I was like, well, then that's. Not right. Uh, we, Dylan! My bad! I, you know, I was See, just, I you, wanted it to is, be accurate. You've been mouthy here. You mouthy in this room. Now, I think I what you were talking about with, like, the accuracy of the show, like, that is amazing. But, like, you definitely just undercut her in the room hey. so hard. Oh, and in the hilarious and... way. Are we doing this in Vietnam? No, it's current. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool, cool. And we probably don't want to try to get museum oh, it, planes. It, it, got, it got much worse, actually. Ooh, I, got, I got real, I got real, uh, I was, I was, by the end of this whole debacle, I I was, I was, I, we'll, we'll get into that. Yes. But so, so I, you know, I say Roberto, um, you know, currently we're using Blackhawks and Payhawks. That's, you know, it's like mm-hmm. what we use. And so Roberto, you know, they, they do all, they, they look into the budget and they think at first they're just going to build fake helicopters and we'll shoot it on a green screen. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I guess they, they did the research and they, they realized that like actually shooting in real ho- helicopters would be cheaper and it would look cooler. So we just decided to do that. Um, so that was like day one, like we're already having like this fight about helicopters, you know, and she's talking about how her unit, they flew around at Huey's in Afghanistan and, and I'm just like, all right, this is weird. But, but again, she's yeah, the so Marine she, Corps she captain. She leaned in on the Hueys and yeah. saying in her time in Afghanistan, they were using them. And, and, and here's the thing is like, I wasn't in the Marine Corps. So, so maybe, and I know that the Marines always get the worst equipment. So maybe she, <laughs> like, I was like, I was qualifying her lies to myself. You know what and I now, mean? And now you shading other people in the military. Look, I'm look at, at hey, <laughs> you know, I know the Marines are broke <laughs> they and broke. have no job. They broke. You know what I'm saying? But... <laughs> It'd it, it be like that. Yeah. So, okay. So you're like, I'll let this go. Because she mm-hmm. did lean in on it. Right. And I mean, I guess she kind of has to because if she says like, oh, you right, then it's like, right. wait a minute. Exactly. Exactly. So she had to be like, no, we loved Huey's. Like, we was always in Huey's. Right. That was our favorite. I got a Huey tattoo. Hold on. Like, <laughs> you know? Right, right. I named my kid. My, right. my, my kid, my, two of my sons named Huey. It's confusing. <laughs> right. Yes. But that's, that's how much we love them. So one of these stories that she told was about a young Afghan girl who had to pretend that she was a boy, right? Right, right. So, you know, we're 
uh, we're, we're breaking down stories or we're breaking mm. stories and, and Roberto's asking us about anything interesting that, that we, you know, went through personally in the military and this, so Mary, Mary, the Marine Corps captain is, is telling us about this story about, you know, it's, uh, in, in Afghanistan, like obviously women don't have, or they didn't have the same rights that, that men do. So mm. oftentimes, um, if a family, if they don't have a son, they take the eldest daughter and they dress her up like a son um, and like basically pretend she's a boy so she can work and get jobs and make money and blah, blah, blah. Um, and she's telling this heartbreaking story about this girl who had to pretend like she was a boy. And everybody in the room was like, they got, we got tears in our eyes. And I'm like, I'm sitting there thinking like, this sounds familiar. Like, I feel like I've heard this story before, but I'm a little cook. You know what I mean? Cause it, it was like my tales from the hood earlier. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. I was like, I feel like I've heard this before, but. And the little boy b- became a million dollar baby. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, so, so, so yeah, she's telling like all these, you know, and she's, 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 uh, interweaving like, you know, some Pashto and she's adding some flair here and there. Mm-hmm. She's talking about the history of Afghanistan and everyone's like, ooh, and on and impressed. And I'm like, God damn, all right, you got me. You know what I mean? Like, let, let me come up with some, let me try to remember some good stuff too, but. Okay, so now it feels like you're still competing with this woman. I thought y'all would go link up and be friends, but you, this is completely adversarial. You were like, "Oh, she got a story about the the the, Af- the young Afghan girl." Let me get my stories out. Hold on, I got stories too. Well, it, it, like I I noticed that like the petty was jumping out. Oh, in the petty I, you part. Know, well, so whenever Roberto would ask me a question about. You know, he said he would say something like, well, what would happen in the situation? Like, what would the military do or what would like what would you say? You know, what's the protocol? And and I began to notice that she never answered first. She would always wait till I answered and then be like, yep, that's that's how he did it. Dylan's right. And I every single time. And so I was like, all right, you know what? Like something's going on here. This is like something's fishy about this. And it's just like it didn't make sense. Uh, she tried to like. She started one upping me on my stories. It was you know because that's the only place that she looked that she could really fight was right. on the story territory. Right, right. Like I'm sure she got home and she was like digging yeah. up stories because uh, clearly like she didn't know much about the protocol or like the right. equipment that you guys used. So whenever she was questioned, she would pull rank and say that I'm captain. I think I know what I'm talking about. Yes, I was just about to say. You know, one time, you know, like every time I would disagree with her, she would be like, "Well, what rank were you?" And I was like, "Well, I was a staff sergeant." She's like, "Well, I was a captain." And uh, where where did you go to school? She said this. Where did you go to school? And I said, well, you know, I went to Arizona State, you know, not exactly a, a fine academic institution. But and she was like, well, I went to Princeton. So I think I know what I'm talking about, like in front of the room. And I'm like, all right, God damn. Wow. Yeah, I was like, she was I like, guess, why I went to a little place called Princeton? Have yeah, you heard of it? Yeah, like, shut well, the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I was like, all right, I guess I'll be quiet then. God damn. Like, <laughs> sir, just, yes, sir. Yeah, exactly. You know, I had me saluting in the room and everything. It's crazy. <laughs> So then more red flags start to pop up, mm-hmm. like when asked about her military occupational speciality or yeah. MOS, right. uh, the Marine Captain, uh, Marie Captain, uh, Mary, what we call her? Mary yeah, Captain, Mary, Marine Mary, Captain. Yeah. yeah. So she says she didn't know. Right. Yeah. So, you know, again, I was getting um, I was. So uh, what's the equivalent of an MOS in like some other job that you would have? It's based like, like, like let's say if like you. You know, you played for a football team to make it topical, Um, you know, like, you know, your position, you're a quarterback or you're a linebacker or you're, you know, a wide receiver. It would be like asking like Patrick Mahomes, like, what position do you play? And him not knowing. I I do a little bit of everything. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And that's exactly (laughs) what you said. Catching, some running. So like, you know, I'm, you know, she's one upping me like, you know, Roberto or Dave would ask me a question and, uh, 
you know, I'd be telling a story, like I was telling a story about, you know, the time my my friend was shot by a sniper, right? Like it's harrowing. Like this is like the first time I ever saw it, like someone die, right? Yeah. And like, you know, people in the room, they got tears in their eyes and it's like, it's like dead quiet, you know? And I'm telling this, this like heartbreaking story. And she says, well, one time, like she cuts me off. Well, one time, uh, you know, my entire my entire unit, we were all pinned down by by 10 snipers or something crazy like that. And I'm like, what? And then so she cuts me off, hijacks my story and starts talking about like how her unit's ambushed and they're taking fire and and everybody in her like everybody in her truck is hit except for her and she's dragging bodies and all this crazy stuff. I was like, God damn, like So she tried to one up you were like yeah. talking about something real and Personal. heartbreaking. Yeah, and it's exactly. this person that you obviously knew and had you know, right. you know, right. like and then she said, well, he saw someone die. I saw everybody die. <laughs> right. So Y'all so, ain't even know how many people had died so, when I had seen it. Like, what, why would you? That's so wild. So I'm thinking like, wait, time out. First of all, what is your job? Like, why are you, you know, why, why you're are you? captain. Hey, first, yeah, you're a captain, number one. Why are you providing, uh, you know, like, you know, medical, medical help? Like, where is your medic at? And then she looks at me. She says, my medic got shot. And I was like, ah, damn. I was like, okay. Remember when I said everybody died? Yeah, exactly. I was like, okay, yeah. touche, touche. And then, but then I was like, so like, what were you doing out in the field? You know what I mean? What's the, it just didn't, like a lot of it didn't yeah. make sense. So I said, what, what is your MOS, your job? And she says, I, I had a lot of MOSs, which is not the right answer. <laughs> and I said, hold that's on a, a goddamn That's the Mahomes answer. Yeah, yeah. I, I catch and I throw and I run. Exactly. Sometimes first down, sometimes uh, exactly. touchdown. I was like, all right, well, that's not the fucking right answer. I so. have Gatorade. <laughs> right, right. So I was like, Kick all off. right, time out. Time <laughs> out, you know, and that's like really when I knew that it was things, something things, was were, off. things were fishy. Yeah. Things were real fishy. I think I, we're beyond fishy now. If you're saying like she didn't yeah. know her MOS is like a huge red flag. And and I started I started telling um, you know, I started telling some of my coworkers, my homegirl, Katie Delaney, uh, super funny. We actually should have had her in here while we were doing this. But anyways, um, I'm telling her and Katie's like looking into it for me, and we're doing like this true detective thing where we're looking into this chick and um things aren't making sense. And uh yeah, it was just, you know, I'm but but the other writers are saying, Dylan, don't don't do anything now. Don't rock the boat. You're going to get yourself fired. Like, right. you can't be, you can't be and talking you're, about... you're new to this, like, right, Hollywood exactly, writer right. staff room. And staffing jobs are very coveted positions exactly. in Hollywood, I was the baby. Now. I was yeah. the baby. So they're like, they'll get rid of your ass and just find someone else. Like, like, don't pipe up too much, little baby. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but I was like, no, nah, I'm going to get this chick. I'm going to get this chick. Now so, the pedophore is jumping out of the Right. Game. Exactly. And and then, so one day, like, the, the thing that really, like, that the big red flag was one day we're breaking a story in the room. And I asked Mary, I say, uh, like, I'm writing a line. I say, Mary, how do you open, or how do you say open the door in Pashto? And she says, uh, you know, she looks at me like she's a, like a deer in the headlights. And she's like, well, uh, she gets all, she starts stuttering. She's like, well, I was like, Mary. She's like, I gotta go to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, no, three words. With my I phone said, yeah, no, and I'm my like, laptop. I'm looking at her, I'm like, three words, Mary. Open the door real quick. Just gotta write this line and send it out. And she doesn't know. And she said, Well, well, actually, you know, there's there's several, or no, she says, she says, actually, there is no word for door in Pashto. And I'm looking at her like, Mary, I've been to Afghanistan and I've seen a door with my own eyes. So you're telling me that this No, they don't got doors over there. Yeah. That wasn't a door that you saw. Exactly. They ain't got so, no doors in I'm Afghanistan. Like, so you're telling me 
this centuries old culture, they don't have a word for door. They like they come up to a door and they don't know what to do. Now, nah, because right? you know I mean? when you because because you got to think about it, like from a spiritual <laughs> sense, when you got a door, that means something can close on you. Exactly. And then when you and you know people from Afghanistan, they don't believe in yeah, no closing it, doors. No, exactly, okay? exactly. So that's I'm, bad for I'm your like, spirit. I'm like looking at her like I'm just blinking. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? And I'm like, Mary, there's definitely a word for door. And she's like, well, no, no, no. I mean, yeah, you're there's several words for door. And I'm like, well, then give me one of them. I just need to send this line out. You she, you really trapped her. No, you, so, she, but, I, I don't know why in that moment she wasn't just like, you got to resort to some extreme. Is that my period? No, I got to go. Did, no, she did. She really did, though. No. Because we're, we're all looking at her. The entire table is looking at her, like, waiting for this answer. And she looks at her phone. She says, uh, oh, family emergency. I got to go. I'll be back. And runs out of the room. And we're all just looking at each other like, what was that? And in my head, I was like, that is the moment. I knew it. I was just like, this girl is a goddamn liar. She's lying, y'all. I knew it. Because, okay. And so you also had some questions about when she did one up your story, right? About uh, uh, the person that you were with, unfortunately, who passed away uh, with the sniper fire. Um, But you said that, like, she was a linguist. Why is she with infantrymen in the field, right? And so you were asking that. And then she got you with the, like, oh, my cordman was shot. Everybody was shot. Okay. (laughs) So then you asked her about, like, one, a, a very simple phrase in Pashto. And, like, I speak Spanish, like, Abre la puerta. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. And just open the door. Right. And, but, and that would be something that you did not need to, like, go check how to, like, put right. the phonetics or type it or anything. Exactly. Like, it's super easy. So, and then she stuttered a bunch and then ran out of the room. It was... She should have ran out of the room immediately. As soon as you said, oh, what does open the door mean? I would be like, um, who died? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, no, I mean, that's really what she... And we're all just sitting there. And it's like five minutes later, she walks back in the room. And she's like, oh, by the way, this is how you say it. Uh-oh, and I'm like, I'm going to fight this girl in front of everybody. Like, I'm a fighter. Like, I, there's no other options right now. Like, this is crazy. Also, you have a phone in the writer's room. She could have easily been like, hold on, let me finish this email. And then just been on Google it Translate was, right there. like crazy. It was a crazy thing. Oh, my goodness. So this is definitely the moment where you're like, okay. Mm -hmm. So then there's another time that you said that you told a story about a suicide bomber. Yeah. So uh, (laughs) so um, there was there was a suicide bomber on my base. and I'm telling this story. We actually we use the story, I think, in in one of the episodes of 68 Whiskey. But she immediately one ups me again. And she tells a story about uh, how before she went out on a patrol, um, one of, one of her Marines was telling her that he gets car sick sitting in the jump seat. It was like mm-hmm. the seat that's like backwards or whatever. Yeah. So she switched with him and, you know, a couple miles down the road, they drive over an IED and everybody in the, in the, in the truck dies except for her. So she's like saying, so this like, is the second time that she's been in a car where everybody yeah. died except for her. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just like, that's convenient. So like every, Everybody in this truck died and you walked away without a scratch. Like, that's crazy. And I'm just like. Also extremely lucky for this to have happened twice. Yeah, exactly. Right. So. (laughs) So this girl is like, she's really weird. She's like kind of quiet. That's another tell. Like she was telling me she's an officer in the Marines, but we can never hear her. She's always mumbling. We're always telling her to speak up. Mm -hmm. She's like had like a very meek mannerism about her, which is like nothing like. I've ever seen of, of any Marine I've ever met, you know, especially an officer, they have to be loud and brash and like, they have to know their stuff. And so this girl is just like very quiet and very like timid. 
And it just like things were not making sense. Right. It was it was crazy. And you said that like when she was telling these stories that it would be taking up a lot of time, right? Because I know you're in writers' rooms, you're on a right. deadline. Like, exactly. You know. Yeah, yeah. We were we were starting to get we were starting to get to get annoyed because she would like take, you know, go off on these tangents and she would start taking a, a bunch of time and uh yeah, it was, it was just, it was getting annoying, right? Like, we were all getting kind of annoyed by her. But again, you know, I remember there was one writer, I won't say his name, but, you know, I told him, I was like, this chick is lying out her teeth, man. Like, she's just, like, everything she's talking about is a lie. And I was like, why is she so weird? And he's like, <laughs> he said this, he's like, Dylan, you'd be weird too if you were in a Humvee that blew up and all your friends died. She has PTSD, bro. And I was like, God damn it. Yeah, welcome, <laughs> like, to, welcome to L.A. Welcome to L.A. Welcome to L.A., baby. You thought that was going. Dylan, why don't you have any empathy for this woman who had all her friends blow up like, and then the other friends and all that shit? I was shot. like, touche. You know, yeah. like, what do you say to that? What you do you say to like, that? I was like, all right, touche, man. And also, like, Dylan, like, everyone doesn't process the same. Right. Like, yeah, I mean, no, I've seen a lot of, like, the things that you share online and stuff. So I know you've experienced some challenges in life and you definitely had some extreme extremely difficult situations that right, most right. people can't even like right. you know relate to but it's interesting in this context because you are absolutely right, right. but conveniently there are all these kind of loopholes and outs that yeah. this woman yeah. has been able to mm-hmm. utilize mm-hmm. and you're the only person in the room who would know how a person in the military yeah. would act right you know right. that they wouldn't be 15 minutes late yeah. constantly that they wouldn't be right. like someone who mumbled and spoke under their breath like right. you know these things but they don't absolutely so they have no context um one day speaking of her being late uh, it's like we're like eight weeks into the room. One day she comes in an hour late and like every, everybody in the room is a sweetheart. Roberto's the biggest sweetheart. Dave's a sweetheart. Like everybody in the room, you know, they're non-confrontational. Yeah. This girl walks in an hour late. And I'm like, Mary, what is your problem? Like, because now we got to back up. Now we got to explain to you everything we're doing. And now you just wasted an hour of our time trying to catch you up. I was like, why are you late every day? What is your deal? It's rude. Like, I'm calling her out in front of the room because I have zero patience now. Now, Dylan. I'm calling, I'm like, it's it's full petty. Like, I'm, like, petty is on 100. I'm calling her out and everybody's looking at me like, God damn. And I'm like, what is your deal? Like, you're just rude. And she says, Dylan. well, <laughs> she says. This is Hollywood. We're I speaking know. coded language. I know. And she says, uh, she says, well, if you must know, um, my my father has uh, stage four cancer, and no. ev- every day before work, uh, I, I visit him at the home. You know, his home is right around the corner, and I, I visit him before I came to work. And uh, you know, this morning he it was he was having a really hard morning, and everyone's like, "Dylan, you you jerk!" Dude, and I'm every like, turn, <laughs> "Every turn of this story, like, you look like the asshole, I'm and it's like so an funny, asshole." And I'm you like, "Calling around, yeah, yeah. oh, she's a little weird, right?" And they're like, "You'd be weird too if you yeah. had all that trauma." <laughs> And I'm like, everyone's like, Why Dylan, what waiting? the hell, man? My and dad I'm like, is on the brink. Yeah, and you're like, and I'm, like, and I'm like, shit. You know she what I mean? Like, she, she I'm had, not a lover. She had me hooked up and I was like, damn. I was like, all right, well, let me just look at my feet now for the rest of the day. And Ooh, I'll say a word, man. She, she had, had my ass. I was like, damn it. Oh. And everyone's like, Dylan, you jerk. And I was like, all right, all right. Fuck, my bad. 
<laughs> but like, so even this, this wasn't the moment though for you. For you, at least, um, you feel like the phone call when she ran out when you asked about the posh show, like that was really when you were yeah, over Yeah, I think that that was like the moment. And so I, I kind of took matters into my own hands. I uh, went to my buddy, James. He's a, uh, he's a former Marine. Mm-hmm. He's an investigative reporter. And <laughs> yeah, and he linked, he linked me up with, uh, <laughs> he linked me up with the Pentagon. Like, oh! Yeah, he was like, we're taking this to the top. And I said, all right, let's do it. The Pentagon? It's the Pentagon, homegirl. He like, This is a level of petty I have never seen before. I'm like, no, because I'm like, I'm going to figure this out. Security clearance petty. Yeah, yeah, so I'm going to figure this out one one way or another. So uh, I get on the phone with this lieutenant colonel Mm -hmm. in the Marine Corps at the Pentagon, and he works in personnel. So if there's a person who can find out who this woman is, it is this guy. He's like, all right, uh, just send me your info, send me your blah, blah, blah. And uh, I'll give you a call tomorrow. And I was like, great. So uh, we talked the next day and he says, uh, hey, Dylan, uh, are you sitting down? And I was like, no, but I am now. You know what I mean? Like, and he's like, so we looked into her. Um, She wasn't a captain in the Marine Corps. And I was like, yeah, I didn't think she was. I was like, what rank was she? And he's like, oh, she wasn't in the Marine Corps at all. And I was like. Oh, she like, ain't none of the core. Yeah, like not like she didn't even like not even ROTC or like right. she, like she didn't, she go didn't to boot do the camp. dance with the gun. Yeah, yeah, right. You know what I mean? He's like she's never like they did the the deep dive. She's like uh you know she's never lived within two hundred miles of Marine Corps base. All the dates. Damn. She, she said she was. Not depl- they planning to put yeah. hands on the map. Uh, you know they they said all the dates. She said she was deployed. There's no records of her. Um. She didn't. She didn't go to Princeton. She went to the University of Memphis for a semester, and studied music. Oh. Um, you know, like we can't, we can't confirm if she's Jewish or not, right? So, oh my uh, you know what I mean? Oh, actually, there was another thing. She said her, her her grandparents died in the Holocaust, but again, that's like not something that you know uh, they can really confirm or, or deny right. or whatever. And you know, obviously, they can't confirm or deny if she knows five languages. Um, but he's like. Her entire, like, all of this is made up. We scrubbed her social media, all the dates she said she was deployed. She's riding horses on a beach in Virginia. You know what I mean? Like, stuff like that. Oh like, they like, we we have... She, so they were also having fun because they didn't have yeah. to go that far. Oh. They didn't have to go to... If she wasn't deployed, where was she? Yeah. They done gone on Instagram they, and said, she was down here in Cabo riding right. the beach. Oh, here they, she is parasailing. She was at the tequila bar. Right. She had six shots and four tacos. Like, they did not have to <laughs> they, get that. They, <laughs> they, started they, had, having fun. they had the receipts. But they wanted to take it one farther. And they said, um, so you know what she's doing is a federal crime, right? I said, wait, what? And he's like, not look her up. Yeah, he's like, she could she could do hard time for this. And I was like, oh, hold on. Yeah, time out, time out, time out, time out. I was like, oh, stop, You petty too up. close to the yeah, sun. I was, like, put, put uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, this girl's an idiot, but I'm not trying to see her like get a felony offense and like, yeah. she, first of all, she wouldn't last two minutes in Leavenworth. Uh, second of all, like, I'm not a snitch. So I just, I'm just trying to, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, find out who this woman is. You're not a snitch? Because it's giving a little bit of snitch what? now. What? You could have let her cook. <laughs> you could have been like, yeah, that's crazy. I had oh, seven MOSs no. too. And I have an MOS and an oh, L-E-Y. That's my no, last name. She, she wins the story, though. She still wins. She wins the story. So, um, but, but yeah, so he, I said, um, 
sir, I, you know, don't want to press charges. Just needed to confirm some things. Uh, you know, we're not going to send this girl to jail. And so he's like, all right, I respect it. But I was like, I'm going to need. So you didn't want to get litigious. You yeah, I didn't want to get lit- litigious. So I said, but I'm going I'm to need this on uh, on letterhead. <laughs> I'm going to need the official letterhead. So the that, seal. I want so, the one you yeah, can feel with your fingers. With the Pentagon, you know yeah. what I mean? Like the, 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 thick the little, one, the With the little pentagram on the top. Was it the Pentagon or is that, is that? No, that's not it. Anyways. But I, I know what you mean. You know, it's yeah, not you know, the like, Pentagon, but yeah. I know what you're talking about. Um, I don't know my shapes. Hexagon? Yeah, like no, Pentagon. <laughs> it is the, it's a Pentagon. You said exactly. Pentagram okay. is some Satan stuff. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was one of those shapes. Anyway, so he said, he emails me the letter, you know, saying blah, blah, blah. This chick wasn't in the military. I, you know, I go to work the next day. I, I show my boss and... He is understandably heartbroken. I, you know, and and when I handed that letter to the man, I felt so bad. And you was, actually felt bad because I was thinking he was gonna get some shunt fraud. I thought you were gonna be no, like, no. I actually I felt bad because like Roberto's the type of dude he wants to see the best in everybody, yeah. and you could just see like. You could just see him. He was just so heartbroken. I also, like, I feel bad for women. You know, you know how hard it is for women in, in writers' rooms yeah, to even, like get the jobs. Know? And then it's like it's like almost like how yeah, I, when you when black folks all get blamed for something that a black person did. Right, you know what I mean? It's like right, one black person right, did it, then we all exactly. like like you know when you watch the news right. and you hear something horrible happen, you just right. be like oh I hope they ain't black. Just don't yeah. be black. I mean, but then it's like white dudes get autonomy, and it's like one of you can wear a hoodie and you're not a shooter, and the other one right. is. You know what I mean? So it's like for yeah. women, it's kind of like that so, for us in Hollywood too. It's like you don't want to yeah. see another woman fail I, like I, that. I immediately felt like I was like, damn, dude, I could have just let this chick rock. And I like, you know, I, and I felt bad like immediately. But then I thought I was like, this chick is rich. Like, like she's wealthy. Like her parents are wealthy, wealthy. So I didn't feel that bad. Um, and but but it was, you know, so so my boss took it to the top. You know, he took it to, to you know, the, the television network. I won't say any names or whatever, but. Um, they had to investigate, so they couldn't just fire oh, her. Oh Lord! So, so here you go again. So we're working Dylan. with this woman. We're working with this woman. Everybody in the room knows she's a liar. Dylan, I have to pause for okay, one second. Okay, 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 okay. Because you just started work I as know. a new writer, and, and and phone call goes all the way up to Ron Howard. Mm-hmm. Then, <laughs> then you make a quick little inquiry as to this yeah. woman's employment, and now we yeah. at the Pentagon. I know. It was, Can you not just go I'm straight sorry. to the top every time? So I'm now so- you bring the letter, so now he got to hey. go to the head of the. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if again, wait, what network was sixty eight on? Uh, it was Paramount. Oh, but oh, a, that's my that's my jam. Yeah, wait, yeah, yeah. We didn't know that, but <laughs> yes, we were like, hello, Mister Paramount. We got a um, question. So yes, yeah, so they got to bring it up to the top. Oh, so they took it up to the top, but but again, you know, they couldn't just fire her. They wanted to investigate, you know, and so she's coming into like everybody in the room knows she's a liar now, but she doesn't. I think she's, like, beginning to suspect, but she doesn't know that, like, we've, like, you know, taken this to the next level. So there's an energy when you you can tell a shift. Right, exactly. So now she's, like, every day she's bringing in, you know, like, flowers and gifts and and cakes, and uh, she's bringing in snacks every day, like coffee every day, and she's trying to, you know, she's trying to win us over. Y'all love a snack. And and, and honestly, like, I think this girl tried to, I think she tried to assassinate me. I'm just gonna go ahead and say that on the air. <laughs> Assassinate. She, 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 she tried to get rid of me. Uh, so one day she was like going around asking um, what everybody's favorite cake is or whatever, and you know I'm I'm like uh, I, something comes up and I say oh I, you know I can't really eat that because I'm I'm lactose intolerant and the very next day she brings in a tres leches cake 
And I'm like, girl, I just told you I'm lactose intolerant. So not only did you bring in the cake with one milk, you bring you bring in the cake with three milks. The, the three milk cake. <laughs> she said maybe three milks will kill him. Yeah. One milk, you can have She's gas. She's trying to kill me. <laughs> three milks, maybe like, he'll die. I just told you yesterday I'm lactose intolerant. You brought in the trace. She like was this. speaking language to you. Exactly. She, she was trying to, I was like, she's trying to get me out of here, guys. Like, <laughs> if I die, like, I was like telling my coworkers, if I die, it is this woman. Like, I didn't, like, off myself or anything because I'm having a great time. I'm making a ton of money. If I kill myself, it was this woman, no, like... Not just gonna be like, I need y'all to know it was yeah. her. And also, you brought up something earlier, just to circle back this one uh, moment where she was talking about the young Afghan girl, right? Oh, my God, yes. Who was dressing as a boy so yeah. that they could work and stuff. So didn't that turn out to be something completely so, different? Yeah, so I'm, you know... And when we I, have an image up here. We'll put this on the Instagram. <laughs> but, so when, when I'm, you know, when I'm sitting there thinking about, you know, like every time, like... I, I accuse her of something or every time in my head, I'm like, oh yeah, she's for sure lying because of this. I, you know, immediately do the opposite and say, well, maybe she's not lying because of this. And I'm, and I'm sitting there thinking like, well, how does this girl know like Pashto or like, how, how does this girl know about Afghanistan? Like, how does she know all these stories? And like, right. how does she know about this little girl who's pretending to be a boy? And I'm sitting there and I think I forget where, I might've been at like Universal Studios or somewhere. I might've been w walking around the lot or some, I can't even remember where I was, but I saw a poster of The Breadwinner. It's like this animated movie about an Afghan girl who pretends to be a boy to make money for her family. And I was like, oh my God, I saw this shit at a, at a film festival years ago. She just straight up <laughs> stole this story. It was produced by Angelina Jolie. And we're looking at a photo right now of that poster that you saw, the breadwinner. Yeah. Baby, this is a cartoon. So we, even when, you, when she was doing her research to oh, come in man. and pretend that she was in Afghanistan, like, I hope that it, this wasn't the only thing in the lexicon that she... No, no, it wasn't like, the only... But she, she knew, like, that it she was... she studied. Yeah, no, she, she studied up, like, she studied up on Afghanistan. That's like um, me trying to take a police exam. And I'm like, let me watch a little Paw Patrol. Real quick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Paw Patrol. No, Make I, sure I know. But she, like, I kept saying, like, well, maybe she's not lying because she knows all these little things. But then when I was like, oh, damn, she she got me with the breadwinner. She got me. And now I just, I, I knew she was lying. Um, so now they have to investigate. We got uh, Mary, our Marine captain. She's on edge. She's bringing snacks and cookies. She's bringing mm -hmm, things mm -hmm. that you can't eat, yeah. which was shade. I yeah. honestly love yeah. that for her. Yeah. She was like, what are you, oh, you're allergic to that? Yeah. She's like, hey guys, I got this milk cake, Tesla just, yeah. and I got some milk to go down with it. Right, exactly. <laughs> I was like, oh, she's trying to kill me now. And but, I also brought vanilla ice cream. Yeah, no, it's not vegan. <laughs> but, but yeah, so one of my coworkers said, Dylan, like if you are 1% wrong, like, even if, like— It's going to backfire. You're, it's going to backfire. You're going to get fired. Yeah. And I said, you know what? Damn, like— Because it also right. would open them up to maybe a discrimination exactly, situation. Exactly. Because, I yeah. mean, you can't be firing, you know, the gay, Jewish, Cuban— you know, amputee or whatever. <laughs> and look, I know you're multiracial <laughs> you know, as well, you know, but you're still so, a man, so exactly, she got some, she's yeah, got some things so, on you. <laughs> um, so I was thinking, I was like, I, you know, I went to one of my, I can't remember if it was my boss or my coworker, but I said, I got a test. I got, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a catcher in a lie right now. And so, oh my goodness, dude! Yeah, I, you know, I I had to. But at this point, it, you're scared that you, yeah. this might blow back on you because she's battled, she's riddled her so, way out of everything because, else. Yeah, because she's talking about like her her PTSD and and the VA and blah blah blah. And so, um, I know she lives on like the east side. There's no VA hospital on the east side. There's one in downtown LA, and there's one on the west side in like Santa Monica or mm -hmm. West LA. 
And um, so I said, oh, you're, you're, you're over in Silver Lake, right? I was like, how do you like that, um, the, the new VA in, in Silver Lake that just opened up? Do you like it? And she's like, I love it. It's gorgeous. Like, it's, oh, my uh, they did a really good job. You know, they, they take care of me over there. Um, you know, it's a small staff. So she leaned in. She leaned in. She could have easily just said, never been that to that one. Exactly. And she leaned in. Oh. And I was like, oh, that's great. That's great. Also, why does she know by now not to trust you? Exactly. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, so she... Um, she leaned in and I went back and I was like, I went back to my boss. I was like, there is no VA in, in Silver Lake. Like, she just lied again. Like, this girl is a liar. She's lying, everybody. She's lying. <laughs> You're uh, just screaming yeah, at the yeah, top of your lungs yeah, and they're like, Dylan, what's wrong with you? I know, I'm banging pots and pans. You know, I'm like, I'm looking crazy. <laughs> I'm not crazy. Yeah. The easiest way to convince people you're crazy is to scream. <laughs> I'm, <not> crazy. <laughs> I'm looking crazy as hell. You know, accusing this girl of all sorts of crazy stuff. But, um... Yeah, they they got her ass. They oh, actually, oh, go ahead. My bad. My bad. Oh no, yeah, I was just gonna say. So it turns out to get uh, in order to get as far as she did, uh, she had been a musician at a Hollywood producer's wedding, and she told people the Marine captain story. Mm-hmm. So that's where it kind of started. Right. right. Yeah. She uh, she was rubbing elbows with some like huge producers. I'm mm-hmm. not even say their names because they could ruin my career right now. Yeah. No, wait, um, we don't but need like, to get yeah. There. But yeah, she was um, she was playing that like. Uh, I don't know, like a wedding or something like Mm -hmm. that. She started getting invited to these, you know, uh, to these events and she was rubbing elbows with all these huge producers and they basically walked her into the room. They said, you're now repped by, uh, I think it was CAA. She got a huge management company that signed her. They're like, this chick is going to be the future. Like she checks Mm -hmm. all the boxes. She's super intelligent. She's got the craziest stories. Like she's going to be the next big thing. And And like getting an agent in... Hollywood is so hard. As hell. hard. It's hard so as hell. to finesse like that, like yeah. honestly, admirable. Yeah. So like towards the end of her employment, the you like the tides had turned pretty much to where not yeah. e- just you alone are right, confronting right, her. Right. Other employees yeah. we won't name are starting to confront mm-hmm. uh, MC more as well. Yeah. yeah. So so uh, the this is actually what got her canned. I think so. Um, you know, she had told us that her father was dying of cancer. Mm-hmm. And that's why she was late. And that's why she was late. You know, made me look bad in front of everybody. So one of the executives um, at the studio called her father and said, um, you know, you're, you know, because your your daughter works for us, like you're a part of our family and we want to take care of you. Like, it was very sweet. You know, they're like, we want to take care of you. Make sure you're all right. Um, you know, let us know if you need anything. Um, you know, t- to make you comfortable, whatever, because they, they think he's on the way out. Yeah. And he's like, what are you talking about? And they're like, you don't have cancer? And he's like, no, I don't have cancer. Like, where did you get that from? Executive hung up with the phone. And like, she's out of here. Like, she's gone. MC you know? girl. Yeah. The, the, the first step yeah. in lying, you got to tell your father, yeah. like, hey, dad, I did tell some people you got yeah. cancer, so yeah. just look a, look a little like you got yeah. it. Walk if, around with a limp or something. Uh, just sh- something. Sh- shave your head. You we, I might need a photo with you where yeah. you shave your head. We, yeah. you know, we might have to do some things. Right. At least tell him. So no. she didn't tell her father at all that no. she was just straight up lying on him. No. And that's also a very triggering lie because yeah. that, that is a disease that has affected many of us yep. and our families. Exactly. And like, you know, people are re- extremely yeah. empathetic towards that. And oftentimes yeah. because of things that they faced on their own or with their family. And so to lie about that is just really despicable. Yeah. 
that. Also, but, to put that evil eye on your father. I'm not yeah. going to lie and say none of my living relatives are sick. Yeah. I kill off the same dead auntie every time I need to <laughs> get, get an extension on a paper <laughs> she, in college. She done died nine right, times. Right, I done changed the date on that <laughs> open, on that funeral program, but she gone. <laughs> you got the, I know she looking oh. down on me like, you go, girl. You get that extension. You, got you know the, what I mean? You got the obituary template on your computer <laughs> so you can type change the dates on it. Yes, sunrise. Yeah. That always stays the same, but that sunset yeah. be moving around. Yeah, but they, uh, yeah, they, they got her out of there after that. But, um, you know, after after she, I mean, she got paid out. She got, she got her whole, like, they yeah. paid, because she's in the WGA, you know. And, shout out to our union. Yeah, shout out to the union. And um, she got paid out. So she got paid her entire contract because she, she scammed. She won. She, I mean, who, it looks like. She, she lost, but she won, you know what I mean? And, and then afterwards, uh, because the studio didn't want to talk about it, they didn't tell anybody she was a scam artist. Of course not. So she went to another. She almost she got hired on another show, and somebody had to call down to that show and be like, "Yo, don't hire this chick." Um, but she, I mean, and I love that her reps and everyone were like, "Well, we'll get you another job, girl. Don't even yeah. worry about that." We are like, yeah. she got paid out, so I'm yeah. sure they were happy about that. But upon more digging, like, didn't you discover that she was scamming in music too? Oh, she was legitimately Frank Abagnale Jr. from Catch Me If You Can. Yeah. She, she was now she just needs to write the movie. She was Fran- Francesca. Oh, we're writing the TV show. Yeah, okay, we're writing good. The show. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm glad yeah, you beat her yeah, to it. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. Francesca Abagnale. She was scamming everybody. She scammed the music industry. I think it was um, even getting Trey songs to come it, to her studio to yeah, record Trey's, for charity. Right, right, right. And we don't care about Trey getting scammed because yeah, he's a nasty exactly. man. Exactly, but uh, yeah, she had him come out. Record, I think it was Trey songs. She had him come out record a song. Um, she was like getting like you know having these artists do like charity music for you know for. Uh, organizations that didn't exist or that she wasn't really connected to. Wow. Um, and then it turns out that she also said that she was a doctor as well. <laughs> like, not even kidding. I was... Why not? MC so, and MD. So there's a there's a uh, an organization, I, I think it was Team Rubicon. Don't quote me. It was one of these organizations that helps vets. Mm-hmm. And they they go around... Or no, I think it was Doctors Without Borders. Oh, it's a, Lord, it's, not the big one. Yeah, so they go around and they, um, you know, they help folks in different countries and stuff like that. They, you know, respond to like disasters and things mm-hmm. like that. And she joined this organization saying she was a doctor, graduated from John Hopkins, all this stuff. So she joined Doctors Without Borders. I think it was Doctor. It was one of those organizations. Or just, uh, yeah. One of those yeah. and wasn't a doctor. It wasn't. She's she's uh, she's in the field arguing with real doctors about how they're doing their job. Isn't that the craziest thing ever? Also, that's the worst way that you can impersonate oh a doctor is by using like a charitable organization where doctors are actually taking a pay cut to help people yeah, who are sick exactly. and needed and don't have the resources. And you over yeah. there distracting people. And what, what did she think? She probably thought, well, if we, if we in a, a third world country or developing <laughs> nation, they're not going to know I'm exactly. not a real doctor. She, she was in the ER saying, what? I concur. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. she was Stats. just, exactly. CC. Give me an EKG. Like, just saying, like, imagine pretending to be a doctor and then like trying to go do doctor things. You know what I mean? It was crazy. Yeah, listen, was crazy. she had the audacity and clearly like, would you say that she was a good storyteller? Because I've No, like- she was a terrible storyteller, really? which no! is the, even the worst part. She was not a good storyteller. She had this weird like, You said vibe. everybody was crying when she was telling the story. But you like, said when she regurgitated the movie, they were like, damn, this sound good. But you know, no. it was like, it was again, like they were like, yeah, she's not, She's not sociable or like she doesn't she doesn't really know how to spit like we get the point and it's because this poor girl has seen so much. You know, she's been <sighs> through so much. But she like her writing wasn't that great. Like it was just like the whole thing. It was crazy. But actually, I don't even know if I told you this. 
a year later, actually a couple years later, uh, my homeboy TJ, he was at an event and he's talking to a couple producers and these producers are talking about this girl who worked for a show called 68 Whiskey. They mm-hmm. found out about her. They were about to give her like a million dollars to make an indie film or something like that. Oh, wow. Um, she told these producers that her her family escaped Cuba. They escaped Castro. Cuba. Okay, she yeah. escaped Cuba. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so at an event, she she brought her mother and the producers are like, tell us, you know, like, you know, you're so brave, blah, blah, blah. T- you know, tell us about your time in, in, in Cuba and she looked at him and she's like, oh, honey, I'm from Maryland. I never What's been... going on with her yeah. parents, bro? Like, I never the been... parents are fumbling I, the I, bag. I, I know. Why I did she been... tell her mom? I've never been to Cuba in my life. You know what I mean? And they they canned her too. But like she was still out scamming years later. MC, yeah. if you're going to bring your mama somewhere, you got to tell her in the car. So, okay, like, I know we from Maryland, but um, <laughs> we need to talk about your escape from Cuba. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. 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 Mira, escúchame, mami, okay? Okay. We have to go to the beach. And we need to talk about your escape from Cuba on the beach. Okay, can we it do was, that? It was it's, wild. Just talk with me. She was still out in the wild scamming folks, man. She got like, so close, bro. Like, yeah, I, that's what I love time. about it. It's like she's getting, like, she's obviously yeah. convincing people enough. What's frustrating yeah. is it's like, girl, you don't talk to your parents enough because yeah. what's going on? I think I think what I heard is that she she moved back to to Maryland or Tennessee or wherever her parents live and they got her ass on lockdown now. They're like you can't go outside no more. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? But but yeah, she 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 Every pulled time off. you go outside you lying. Yeah, and then she, people calling us. She got paid though. I mean, she got probably six figures to to lie about being being a Marine. Right. Which Come is to crazy. work late every day and have oh. a little wang dang doodle. That, yep, that's the American dream. It is. God bless her. You right. know, I salute you, <laughs> Marine Corps <laughs> Captain. But you know what's funny? You know what's funny is every Veterans Day, I send her a text saying, Happy Veterans Day, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan, please. I know. It's the, again, it's the petty in me. I'm sorry. I got him. Like, <laughs> never forget. Yeah, never, never forget. <laughs> Americans here, yeah. American hero. Okay, you oh, fought for our freedom. I know. Thank you for your service, girl. <laughs> Thank you for your service. Wow, Dylan, that was such a ride, and Crazy. I love that it is your life. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I love it, but you know, I was I there, do. so. And I'm not taking it yeah, back. Okay? Yeah. That's gonna be my new job. Loving that this is your life <laughs> since I ain't got no job. <laughs> <laughs> but we always ask on this podcast, where would you like to be found? Anywhere people can follow you? Anything you have coming out that you want to promote? Um, um, yeah, just hit me on the Instagrams. You know, D-Y-L-L-Y-P, the Dilly P on Instagrams and threads. I'm uh, not so much on Twitter anymore, mm-hmm. you know, because this is dying slowly. But uh, I do have that book coming out at the end of the year called Roadside on Chicago Review Press. And there's a TV announcement coming, but I can't get too detailed on that. Ooh, but congratulations. Yeah. I, might, I might have to hire Mary, the Marine Corps captain. You know what I mean? Listen, okay, she, she might be a decent actor. <laughs> and that's amazing. Roadside, y'all, get into this. And all these things that are coming out, I love this for you. This is, Obviously, y'all can tell Dylan is an excellent storyteller. So go ahead and pick up that book as soon as you can. You. I appreciate um, you. Yes, he may not have any respect for me or my show <laughs> or no, who I'm I am a, no, or I'm, anything I've done professionally I'm, I'm or otherwise. The, I'm going to get you on the show, girl. See, yeah. He's still trying to hire me. How you know I don't have things going on? Girl, we're going to get you paid. <laughs> we're going to get you paid. 
Oh my goodness. Well, y'all, you can find me at D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I-D-V-A-C on all platforms and you can follow the show and see one photo. And and, and I'm going to put several photos of Dylan just for fun. <laughs> I'm going to have a good time with this one. Um, at Scam Goddess Pod on all platforms and Congregation, you can pre-order my book <laughs> that Hachette Book Group hired me to Hell write. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> At Hachette Books. Okay, it's called Scam Goddess. And yeah, y'all get into it. That'll be coming out in the fall. But congregation, as always. Thanks for having me. Stay scheming. Yes, thank you for being here, Dylan. This was fantastic. This is such a wild ride and people are going to love it. And congregation, y'all get out there and y'all stay captaining, okay? (laughs) Get that money. Get that money, no matter what. See, that's why we we were talking about resumes earlier and like cover letters. No, we ain't writing cover letters no more. We writing cover lies, okay? You qualify for any job you want. If you see it and believe it, you can achieve it. Right. Go be that Marine Corps captain, but don't do it around me. Yeah, and maybe don't do it anywhere where anybody could get in touch with the Pentagon because apparently it's a felony. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? So maybe pick some other things to lie about, but y'all get out there. All right, congregation. Yep, stay captaining. Bye. (laughs) Bye. This has been an Earwolf production in association with Team Coco. Scam Goddess stars and is hosted by me, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess. Our producer is Judith Cargbo. Our production coordinator is Abby Aguilar. And our audio engineer is Sam Keeper. Research for the show is done by Caitlin Brandt. Stay scheming. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Stay connected this winter with this unbeatable deal from BreezeLine. Get reliable, fiber-powered internet for just $19.99 per month with all-in pricing for two years. But that's not all. Your first month is on us. This deal gets better with a free modem and installation along with free Wi-Fi your way whole home coverage. Safeguard your network from cyber threats to keep all your devices connected and secured with this amazing offer. Act now. Terms and conditions apply. Offer expires March 3rd, 2024. Learn more at BreezeLine.com.